Good morning, family. It's been a difficult week for our country, but it's good to know that God is still in control. Thank you for standing with us in prayer. Let's continue to bring our nation before God as a daily practice and keep praying. Today is Mandela Day, and despite the current turmoil in our country, we're going ahead with our Mandela Day drive. We want to be part of the solution, part of those who take tangible actions towards positive change in every situation. As we remember Mandela's legacy, perhaps this is even more important this year. So, we're collecting essential items to distribute to struggling families throughout our city. We can only do this with your help, and we challenge you to donate one item to this drive. Simply drop it off at the church reception any Sunday or weekday from today until the end of this month. Visit hatfield.co.za for a list of the most needed items and set yourself a reminder to add to our growing pile. I'm dropping off my item at reception today, but now let's direct our attention onto Jesus, the source of our hope. Great. 
Sometimes it feels like a struggle Sometimes it feels like a fight It feels like a losing battle But I know I've got a warrior inside His name is Jesus The King that frees us He makes us more than
Jesus, the King that freed us. You've made us more than conquerors. Your name is Jesus, the King that frees us.
family we want to just thank you so much for um, joining us this morning thank you to the worship team thank you to to the Lord for speaking into our hearts as we were worshiping in this time and we want to also come and say thank you so much as it is time for for tithe and for your offering and for the Lord to be the one who blesses you as you give to him please follow the scan and for both the East and the South Church please follow the prompts below and you will be able to connect. Thank you so much. Thank you, Father, for the gift that you keep giving us, the gift of life. But all the things that we have in our hands is because you have blessed us, Lord, and we thank you. And as we give, Lord, we pray that, Lord, we would always be generous like you are generous to us. And we thank you and you speak your blessing on those, Lord, that are giving, those that may not have work in this time, those whose businesses are Struggling, Father, Lord, we speak your life and your prosperity, Lord, into those areas in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for breakthroughs, Father, Lord, and opportunities for everyone in Jesus' name. Amen. Family, it's an opportunity for me today to be sharing God's word with you. Today, I would like to start off by sharing with you the story of Jehoshaphat. And the story of Jehoshaphat, we find it in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 1 to 30. 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 1 to 30. 
in the book of Chronicles, in this chapter, we find the story of Jehoshaphat. And before I just jump into that story, I would like to say that we really live in unprecedented times. And I can imagine by this Sunday, you have, you have heard that word so many times in the news and on messages and etc. And so I would like to speak into one's heart today because my own heart is really troubled with what's going on in our nation and the incidents that have taken place this week. And really, I've been praying and I've been just lifting our nation before the Lord. And I can imagine that you feel the same. And in this time, I want to say, to say that there's a lot of things that take up our energy and they take up our time and they, they take up who, who we should be and we get distracted and we, we end up going a certain pathway that we are not supposed to go on. I mean, if you think uh, there are so many events in one's life that come, if you think of the health uh, uh, on, on your life and, and, and if you think of financial situations, there's always cases and crises and, and there are things that really overwhelm us. And in this life, there is so much that takes place. And sometimes it's even beyond us. If you think of um, being, being in an accident, for example, if you think of uh, just uh, you know, having a child who's sick, there are so many things that keep on hitting us in this life. And in many a times, we do not have an outlet. We do not have a, a way out. We feel overwhelmed. We feel exhausted by these things. And this morning, I would like to highlight the story of Jehoshaphat in the scriptures. Because in the story of Jehoshaphat, he was a man also who found himself overwhelmed by circumstances. He found himself in a place where he didn't know what to do. He didn't know where to go. And in the scripture, we learn that Jehoshaphat is just a man who went out of his way to connect and to, to know what God has to say about the situation that he found himself in. And so this morning when you find yourself in a place where you are overwhelmed by situations, that you are, you are just wondering how, is, how, is, how are things going to work out in our nation? How are things going to work out in your workplace? You can imagine when you get a bad report, something really jumps in your heart and you go, wow, I don't want to hear that. Or I don't want to see this. And this whole week we've been exposed in our nation, isn't it? We've been exposed in our nation to anarchy, to thuggery, and every part of, of our being resists this. It says, no, this is not how things should be. Things should be, should be at peace. Things should be different. And so this morning, I would like to speak with you about Jehoshaphat, because whenever times rise like this, where times are coming upon us like we are experiencing now, when times of crisis hit, I call this a dangerous opportunity. A dangerous opportunity because even though it's danger on one side, the other side is only God is able to change situations around. When we are overwhelmed, God has an opportunity to act, to do things we could never do in our own strength. And so this morning, the story of Jehoshaphat 
is to help us to unpack and to understand what happens when situations are like this? What happens when we are overwhelmed by circumstances? What happens when things are not going the way they're supposed to? What happens when we are called on by circumstances to respond? What do we do? And so in this situation, we learn from the story of Jehoshaphat. I'm not going to read it. Please do make time and read it. I'm going to tell the story of who Jehoshaphat was and what did he do and how how did he respond when he encountered challenges? And so in this time, I want to share with you just a brief background of who Jehoshaphat was. The Jehoshaphat is a, was a king of Judah. He ruled over the whole kingdom of Judah. And in that time, when um, the, 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 the Israelites were part, of, were part of his kingdom, there were other nations that came against the Jehoshaphat and, and, and Judah specifically, because they wanted to, to conquer Judah. And these armies, there were three armies, the Ammonites, the Moabites, and the Ammonites. These groups or these, these nations came and they, they wanted to attack. Now, we know from history that those those nations, they were actually like the distant cousins or the distant relatives, if I may put it like that, of Israel. And so they were, they were left out when Israel and Judah, when they moved into the area, they were left out because God instructed them that they shouldn't be attacked. And so Jehoshaphat, as the king of Judah, he ruled and he, he was pleasing to the Lord, the Bible tells us, that who he was pleased God. He listened to what God wanted. He wanted to do what God was saying. And so in all these things, we learn that Jehoshaphat was actually a good king. And so in all this, we learn that the Ammonites, the Moabites, and the Meonites, when they came to attack and when he got the intelligence, Jehoshaphat, that the army was coming, what he did was that he was afraid. He got, he got afraid that the army Three armies against me. What did I do wrong? What did I do to these people? And he was overwhelmed. The Bible says that from, from verse 1 to verse 3, we are told that Jehoshaphat was afraid. Fear went inside Jehoshaphat. Isn't it what happens? When we get bad news, when we watch events like we watched this week, we are overwhelmed by emotions. Fear creeps into our hearts. But Jehoshaphat responds investry differently. And this is what he does. So this is what the Bible tells us that he did. Jehoshaphat, the Bible says that he went and he sought the Lord. He went and he sought the Lord. We, we are called to seek God when we are overwhelmed by circumstances. When, when crisis and challenges come our way, we are called to seek the Lord. We seek the Lord because we understand that God is the one who is above all things. Jehoshaphat went on and he sought the Lord. He went and he prayed and he asked the Lord. He even declared fasting upon the whole land. And he, he said, let us pray. Let us seek God because there's no way we can win against an army that is coming against us. Three nations, army coming against us. There's no way we're going to do it. By the time he got that information and by the time Jehoshaphat was praying with the nation, the armies were 25 kilometers away. 
He didn't have time to strategize military and all this stuff, nothing. Crisis was at his doorstep. And so he was overwhelmed and, and Jehoshaphat went on and he, he asked the whole of Judah to pray. Women, children, everybody, let us pray and let us seek God. Let us, let us listen to what God has to say about this situation because it's overwhelming us. There is no way we can win against these people. And as they were seeking the Lord, God spoke. Ah, amen for that. God always speaks. In, when we seek him with all our hearts, God always speaks. I'm reminded of Psalm 61, verse 1 to 2. It says, hear my cry, O God, Pay, be attentive to my prayer, for from the ends of the earth I cry out to you, my Lord. Be the rock that is higher than I am. When I'm overwhelmed in my heart, be that rock that is higher than I am. And so Jehoshaphat went on and he sought the rock that is higher than who he is. This morning I want to encourage you, do not be discouraged, do not be in fear, seek the rock that is higher than you. Seek God to give you his viewpoint. Seek God to give you strength. The Bible keeps on telling us that even people like David, they strengthen themselves in the Lord. Do not be in fear because fear paralyzes us, isn't it? Fear, when it comes upon us, we feel helpless. And so God is the one who can strengthen us in a time like this where we find ourselves in, in our nation. And so we can cry out to him. We can, we can pray. We can say, Lord, we seek you. Now it looks like why would I be seeking God when I should be doing something about my situation? But Jehoshaphat, even with the army, even with the resources, as the king, he was overwhelmed and he went to seek the Lord. What a way to do it. We are to seek God when we are overwhelmed by circumstances, when danger is right there at the door. We are to seek God because God is the one who can save. It goes on from those verses into verse 8. It speaks and it tells us that when they were seeking, they were seeking the Lord, uh, Jehoshaphat prayed this prayer and he said, God, you are God in heaven. And you rule all the kingdoms of this world. And as you rule all the kingdoms of this world, there is power and might in your hands, Lord. And you are the one who can actually do something about it. What was Jehoshaphat saying in this time? He was saying that we are not only to see God when dangerous situations come, and we can see God moving and strengthening us in that way, which is an opportunity, isn't it? And so he wasn't only saying, that we must only see God, but he was also saying we are to remember who God is. Oh, amen for that. We are to remember who God is because God is the one who gives us the strength. God is the one who is our keeper, isn't it? God is the one who is sovereign. God rules over all. He is the most powerful being that we have. He's our creator, isn't it? And so in this time, Jehoshaphat goes back and he gives this prayer to the Lord and say, God, you are God in heaven. And on earth, you rule all the kingdoms. There is power and might, meaning that, God, you are the one who can do something about this situation. It's beyond my control. It's beyond my ability to do anything about. And in this time, I would like to encourage you. Let us remember who God is. God is still on the throne. Nothing has changed. There's nothing uncertain about God. God is the same 
today, yesterday, and forevermore. He doesn't change. And so in your life, where you are sitting now, where you are listening to this message, I would like to encourage you. Remember who God is. Remember what he has done in your life and what he's still going to do. Nothing changes the plans of God about you. Nothing changes the plans of God about South Africa. The promises of God about South Africa, they still remain the same because God reigns supreme, because God is the one who has power and might, the scripture tells us. And so I would like to encourage you this morning. We are to see God like Jehoshaphat went and he sought after the Lord. In times of crisis, in dangerous moments, it's an opportunity for God to move. And so in this time, we are to seek the Lord. We must remember who God is, what he has done in our nation, in our lives, what he still wants to do in our nation, in our lives. And I would like to encourage you, seek God and remember who he is. The scripture continues that when he finished praying, there was somebody with a word in the crowd where he was standing. And he was saying to them that they, um, they somebody stood up and, and they, I can imagine they were standing there and somebody was sharing the, the son of Jehazel. He said these words and he said, uh, the Lord is saying, as they were praying, the word came out and that it said that the Lord is saying that we must not uh, be afraid of this army, that we must go and, 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 and face them because the battle is not yours, but it's the Lord's. You see, God is the one when we call upon him, he's the one who fights and he battles on our behalf. We are to, to know for the fact that when we call upon his name, when we seek him, when we remember who he is, we must always wait, listen, and obey. Wait, listen, and obey. Not only seek, not only uh, 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 remember, but we must wait, listen, and obey. We must obey what he's saying. Listen to what he's saying and do it. I don't know what God is saying to you. I know what he's saying to me. In my time right now, my heart is so overwhelmed with the situation. I am, I am so aware of what's going on and it affects me because I, I am called by God to be part of the solution in this nation. I don't know. All of us have a place in this nation to play a role that brings about change and makes a difference in the world around us. I'm so grateful to, to hear even this morning that communities in our nation are, are, are the gatekeepers now for, for the things that were taking place. And so I, I want to say that what is your role? Your role in this time, I want to encourage you, let us call upon the name of the Lord. Let us ask God to be the one who comes and intervenes in the situation. So we are to seek the Lord we are to remember who he is. We are to wait, listen, and obey, and do what he encourages. Because the battle is not ours. The battle is the Lord's. When you are overwhelmed and paralyzed, what can you do? It belongs to the Lord. And whatever the Lord says, and whatever the Lord says that you must go and do, you do it. Interesting enough that after they heard those words that the battle is the Lord, they didn't stay there and kept on praying, they went out to face this army, the three armies that were coming against them. They went out to face them. And the Bible says, it doesn't tell us who, but the Bible says that God put like the ambushes 
against the army, and the army went against each other, and they killed one another. Can you believe that? It's incredible. It's like, who are the ambushes? What, what is going on here? <laughs> and it's so cool because it's something that was not even in Jehoshaphat or anybody else's mind. All they did was to believe God and his word, was to hear what God is saying, was to, was to apply what God is saying. I want to encourage you this morning. Let us apply what God is saying. For me, my role, I'm praying. I'm seeking God. I'm saying, Lord, what, what is my plot? We have Mandela Day coming up, and let us continue um, to do what we need to do, even beyond that, you know, beyond the Mandela Day. We know it's today. Sunday, but it's, it's something that we must continue to do to, to make a difference in our communities, to, to keep on playing a role that, that exalts the goodness of God in our land. And so we are called to seek the Lord. We are called to remember who he is and what he has done and what he's still going to do when dangerous opportunities are coming, when crisis hits us. We are to remember who he is, and we are to wait, listen, and to obey the Lord because the battle is the Lord's. And so I want to encourage you this morning, be in a place where fear is not in your heart, but hope and believe in who the Lord Jesus is, is the one that holds on, that you hold on to because Jesus is the one who we hold on to. He's our anchor. He's our, he's our hope. And so I want to encourage you, let us continue, just like Jehoshaphat did. He waited and he listened and he obeyed. The second, the fourth thing that Jehoshaphat did was that he praised the Lord. As they were walking, the Bible tells us, as they were walking, they kept on praising the Lord. They kept on saying, God, you are good for, for you are faithful God. And, um, I can imagine if, if it was like in today's time. Uh, I've, heard, I've heard a song a couple of times, and I, I love singing it, um, even at home in the car. And, 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 and this song is so special, and I think uh, it's one of those songs that they might have sang, you know. Uh, the song goes like this. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. And I can imagine when they sang that, God moves, isn't it? When we when we praise him, God moves. When when we are thankful to him, God moves. And these are the opportunities, these are the times why we exist as children of God. These are the times where we sing and we say, God, the victory belongs to you. The peace in our nation belongs to you. The peace in our lives, Lord, it belongs to you. And so they praised and they were thankful. They sought the Lord. Jehoshaphat did a great job there. He went and he remembered what God has done and he prayed accordingly. He went on and he waited and listened and obeyed what God has said. But not only that, when they went to face the army, they were praising and they were thankful. They were thankful of something they haven't even seen the fruit of. That's faith. We are called to have faith in who God is. We are called to have faith in what God has said in his word. What his spirit says to us, we are to respond. Our responsibility is to call upon the name of the Lord because God hears our prayers and he answers and he answers us and he comes and he speaks into our hearts. And so this morning, let us seek God. 
Let us remember who he is. Let us wait and listen to who he is. And let us praise and be thankful to him. The fifth thing that Jehoshaphat did was this. Jehoshaphat, after he went and the army was dead and they found people lying everywhere and they didn't know what happened, how did God do this? And they started to just uh, take the bounty and, and they were so excited about what God had done. The Bible says in the last verse of 28 to 30, it mentions that God gave Jehoshaphat peace all around. He gave him rest all around. And so God is the one who will give us rest in our nation. In our lives, God is the one who's going to give us peace. And so we speak life upon our nation. We call out that there would be peace in our nation because God has called us for such a time as this. For us as his children to stand and to say no more. We're going to stand for God's peace so that God's kingdom may advance, so that God can move. And in this time, we even call upon the Lord for our leaders. It tells us that in 1 Timothy 2, verse 2, that we are to pray for our leaders, that we are to call upon the Lord for our leaders. And so this morning, I would like to encourage you with the story of Jehoshaphat. Seek the Lord in prayer that we, you are called to remember who God is and what he has done and what he still wants to do in your life, in our nation. And this morning, I would like to encourage you that we are to continue to wait, listen, and do what the Lord is saying. I would like to encourage you that let us not stop to praise the Lord. Let us not stop to be thankful to the Lord and what he has done. Let there be no room for fear. Let there be no, no room for uh, being overwhelmed, even though sometimes it's just too much. It just feels like, oh, I cannot do another day in a situation like this. God, I call upon you. Strengthen me like you strengthened David, my God, I ask. We cry out to you. Lift us, Lord, to the rock that is higher than us. Help us, Lord, because we cannot do it in our own strength. And so this morning, I would like to call upon you. To call upon you as a believer, as a, a child of God, if, and, and, and even if you, you do not believe in who Jesus is, that this is the time to pray. This is the time to ask the Lord. And so I would like to encourage you that um, as we're going to pray now for just the key things that, that I felt when I was preparing around, around our nation, to, to really ask God to move, I would like to ask you that we can, we can pray perhaps um, before I start praying, to just mention what those things are. These are the things that, that we sent out as the pastoral team uh, and as the church to, to you as a congregant member on, on the messages. It's around the fact that we must pray for the rule, for the rule of law. We must, in our country, we must, con we must pray for, for, the, for, the, for the leadership of our, of our nation. And we must, we must pray also that God can, can, can move and restore order and peace in our nation and for for the fact that God is the one who is holding us in the palm of his hands and 
we pray for God's peace in the situation. And so I would like to invite you, if it's possible for you, to please uh, stand where you're sitting and, and let us pray together. I I'm, I'm, I want to just start praying in the spirit and maybe uh, encourage you to also pray in the spirit, if it's possible, that we can lift our nation before the Lord. Father, we pray, Lord, unto you. We we lift our cry unto you, Lord, from, from the end of the earth, like Psalm 61 is saying to us, that we cry out to you, our God, that when our hearts are overwhelmed, Lord, be the, the rock that is higher than I, Lord. And I ask in the name of Jesus that, Lord, we will, we will be a nation that upholds the rule of law, Lord, in Jesus' name. That, Father, you would help us, Lord, to be able to do and hold that together in Jesus' name. Help us, Lord, that in our nation there would be peace. We speak your peace, Lord, upon South Africa in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, Lord, that peace cannot be created by men, Lord. That peace can only come from you, Lord. And South Africa Africa, Lord, where, where we come from, we have seen you move, Lord. We remember what you've done, Lord, in the yesteryears, Lord. We remember how you've moved in our nation, Lord. Father, Lord, we ask that you would move again even this time in Jesus' name. We ask, Lord, that you would come, Father, Lord, and, and completely, Lord, change the situation, Father, around, Father, that the peace of God would rule in South Africa in the name of Jesus, Father, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you are God in heaven, but on earth you rule and reign too, Father, Lord. What a mighty God we serve. And this morning, Father Lord, as we pray for the rule of law, for peace on our, on our nation, Father Lord, that Father, you would be the one to come and change, Lord, the things. We will be the one, Lord, that we can cry out to. And so we look to you, Father Lord. We don't look to men. We look to you, Father Lord. And we look to you, Lord, if there's, there's a role that we can play, that we are called into, Father, let us step in that bravely, knowing that you have called us, Father Lord, for such a time as this. We thank you, Father Lord, for South Africa in Jesus' name. We thank you for a country that we are, a country of miracles. Oh, my word, Lord. We thank you, Father Lord. There is none like you, Father. And even in South Africa, we have have seen you do incredible things and the stuff that you still want to do and we cry out to you father lord that we're going to see those things we thank you lord that in mark 11 24 it tells us whatever we pray for when we believe we receive it and it's ours in the name of jesus father we thank you for that in jesus name this morning thank you lord and so i would like to encourage you that we keep on praying for our nation that we keep on lifting up his name let us keep on calling upon the name of the Lord, like Jehoshaphat did. What did he do? He sought the Lord in prayer and fasting. He remembered who God was. Jehoshaphat, he went on and he waited and listened and obeyed what God said he must do. Jehoshaphat went on and he faced the army, praising the Lord and being thankful to him. Let us be praising the Lord. Let us be thankful to him. The fifth thing, God gave Jehoshaphat rest all around. And so I pray for you that you will be found in him in this time. That Philippians 3, verse 8 to 9, that we may be found in Christ, that that scripture will apply also to you. We are children of God and we live boldly with our chains up because we know who's backing us up. We know who we belong to. 
and live like that. When you walk in the streets, when you walk in the shops, when you're driving, I encourage you, keep praying so that God's authority can be shown, so God's kingdom can advance in our nation. And we speak peace upon our nation, we speak God's life upon our nation, and we say, God, it's in your hands. We leave it to you, and we look to you for our hope in Jesus' name. This morning, I felt to leave you with a song, and uh, it's going to play for about five minutes. It's by Maverick City called Promises. I had really felt this song for quite some time as I was preparing to say that God's promises do not change. God doesn't change. He remains the same. And so as we listen to the song, there's going to be some lyrics that are coming up on the song. Please uh, just listen to what they sing because it's so, uh, like, you know, potent and so powerful in this time that we find ourselves in, that we must put our anchor um, in who God is and in Jesus. He's our hope and our salvation. And I would like to encourage you, please take this moment and listen as we continue to look to the Lord in this time. Amen.
Thank you, Lord, that our salvation and that it belongs to you, Lord. You are our salvation, that you are our anchor, Lord, and we can look to you in this time. And thank you, Father, Lord, that in you we live, we move, and we have our being. And that, Father, Lord, we can look to you in times like this. In times like these where danger comes in, Lord, that it's an opportunity for you to move, Father. May you move, Lord, in our lives, in our nation, in this time. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for connecting and being with us this morning. I would like to encourage you, if you would like to connect with us, that you would look at the prompts below via email on, on, on all our platforms. We look forward to connect and to pray with you. Have a blessed day and may the Lord keep you in the palm of his hand. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs>